0: Welcome to the only daily podcast focusing on compliance news of the day. Each morning, start your day with a cup of coffee and Tom Fox, the voice of compliance to hear about four of the top compliance, corruption, or leadership stories you will need to start your day. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. January 21, 2021. It's a new dawn edition. We'll start with the inauguration of Joe Biden. I think the entire world knows that the worst and most corrupt U.S. president has now left in disgrace, and Joe Biden is now the president of the United States. He began with a flurry of changes, some of which we'll talk about today. Number one is with OSHA, as Biden uh, issues an executive order which seeks stronger workplace safety guidance. As most people know, the Trump administration completely eviscerated OSHA and uh, OSHA did not uh, list or help employees at all during the pandemic. And now the Biden administration will uh, precipitate a 180 to help workers, uh, which is OSHA's job anyway. Uh, continuing along the vein of helping workers, Biden fires a Trump-appointed labor, uh, National Labor Relations Board general counsel. Uh, It was Peter Robb, a well-known management um, side lawyer, who had been appointed by President uh, Trump, or former President Trump, and he was an unmitigated disaster for the working man uh, ruling against the, uh, or going against the workers. Almost every time in every situation where an organizing question came up, so it's uh, going to be interesting now that we have a... um, return balance to the NLRB. Uh, We saw lots of things in the Obama administration that impacted compliance uh, tangentially from the NLRB, uh, particularly around uh, communications, notice, use of uh, Facebook or other social media tools to engage in protected activity that the Trump administration cut away from protection. So it's going to be interesting to see uh, the direction of the Labor Relations Board. Uh, Next up. The Trump administration imposed more post-election sanctions than any uh, administration ever, announcing 307 designations of blacklisted individuals between November 3 and uh, January 19, the last full day of the Trump presidency. Uh, The Trump administration also levied more sanctions between Election Day and Inauguration Day, uh, as I said, than any other administration Uh, and it rose uh, 53% of the number uh, from both the Obama and Bush administrations. Uh, In large part, this was done to uh, try to damage the incoming Biden administration. The Trump administration changed and damaged as much of U.S. foreign policy as they could. And unfortunately for business, this extended to sanctions. So trade sanctions lawyers out there are going to have to continue to remain ever vigilant, continue to remain on their toes as the uh, fallout from the Trump administration will continue. And we end with um, a list of things that uh, tech wants from um, or around the tech and the Biden administration. Obviously, restraining tech powers will be a big question. Um, Even the tech companies recognize they're going to have to have increased regulations. The uh, Section 230 question uh, that came up around legal protection will continue. I think this is probably something that both the uh, administration, uh, both sides of the aisle are going to be eager to repeal. Um, Tech and China is going to be a very big question going forward. The digital divide uh, for um, gaps between Americans who can access and afford good internet service and those who cannot And then the dreaded what else question, what else will come up from tech we don't know about. And finally, welcome to President Biden. It's been a long time coming, Joe. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you'll join me again tomorrow.